the DH. I really like Brett Laurie, and I bet I could watch you strike out A-Rod all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wrestling Pitch Face, episode 19. I'm Kay. I'm Sydney. And we have with us tonight... I'm Jen. Jen Rubenstein is here with us, uh, guest hosting. Thank you for, for joining us, Jen. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So Laura is, is as we mentioned last time, out of the country, but she, I, I like to think she's with us in spirit tonight. Um, so to get into our, you know, our business, check us out on Twitter, Rustin Pitchface with no G. Uh, email us at our Gmail, restingpitchface at gmail.com. And I got a little ahead of ourselves uh, last episode because I said that we sort of had a website going and really we didn't. But now we do, in fact, have our official website. Sid did a really nice job on it. Um, so please go check it out. It is restingpitchface.com, which means our Tumblr is back up at restingpitchfacepodcast.tumblr.com. But we're going to try to move a lot of our content over to the actual website. So please check it out. Um, we also have a new thing that is linked on the linked on our new website. And we'll be when this episode goes live, we'll be dropping a link on our Twitter. We have a merch store, uh, and that is at zazzle.com slash resting pitch face. That one does have a G. Um, and at the moment, we've just got some basic stuff up there, some t-shirts, some stickers, that kind of thing. We are going to be adding new products all the time. Uh, so check it out. If you like something, please buy it. <laughs> um, you, you like us, I assume, because you're listening to us. So like show that you like us. Be like, yeah, I'm part of the Resting Pitch Face family. Um, and please, if there's anything you'd like to see up there, uh, let us know. We can, again, email us at our Gmail. You can send us feedback on our site. You can add us on Twitter and be like, why don't you have any magnets? I really want a magnet. And we'll be like, we got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say, so Kay designed our very cute logo, which is, I, I would say, um, a, a little bit of an improvement over the previous uh, icon logo, etc. So I hated if you the want, one. I know you hated that logo. Um, it it's, brings the heart, the baseball, and the podcast ideas together. Um, so if you want a shirt with it or a phone case with it, we also have a shirt that is really cute that has a, a scorecard on it that says heart puzzle hit by pitch with a scorecard. Um, so the next time someone asks you, who taught you how to score and instead of punching them and responding, well, who taught you to read? You can just be like, yeah, I have this sweet shirt and then punch them and say that because that's obnoxious. Say my shirt taught me. Yeah, exactly. Because that's something that happens. <laughs> but yeah, so, and we're going to have some new designs as time goes on. Um, uh, and as we think of them. <laughs> and I guess the last little bit of sort of, I always call this housekeeping business and I would really like like a better term for it, but I've never been able to come up with one. Um, we had our giveaway celebrating our one year and I want to say thank you to everybody who participated in that, everybody who retweeted us, everybody who, you know, commented and said happy birthday, happy birthday, happy anniversary. We really appreciate it. I, yeah, it's the show's birthday, I guess. Yeah. Um, we should have gotten the show a cake by which I mean me. Yeah, <laughs> you could go eat cake. <laughs> you could get the logo printed on a sheet cake. <laughs> Just start oh, planning now, now for next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we'll have an unbirthday celebration or Trey Turner jumps out of a cake with our logo on it. It'll be great. Uh, yes, Sydney, <laughs> yes. That that is something that will happen. <laughs> Look, I've asked his mom. Uh, she said, "All right, he likes cake. <laughs> he needs to eat more cake." <laughs> um, I love. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. I just Trey Turner eating bread is my favorite thing. <laughs> Your one oh. true love and your like fifteenth true nat love. Yeah, I'm glad that you <laughs> clarify that carbohydrates are in fact my one true love. <laughs> but anyway, important business. We had some winners with our giveaway, um, and so coming in with an honorable mention, we are giving a a shout out to uh, a long time, honestly, uh, friend of ours, uh, Melissa, aka. AKA Glucomaniac on Twitter. And I'm sorry, I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not super great at sussing Twitter handles. But yes, thank you, Melissa, for participating and thank you for sticking with us all this time. Our second place prize went to Nat Squid on Twitter, who followed us back when we talked about cephalopods a lot. And I feel like we've been letting them down by not talking about as many cephalopods lately. So we should probably fix that. But uh, I gotcha. do not worry. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to, to Nat Squid. And then, of course, our winner, winner, Trey Bobblehead Dinner. Because um, <laughs> it's food right now. <laughs> uh, not taking Trey out to dinner, unfortunately. But you can take the Trey Bobblehead out to dinner. Oh, God. Um, it's not sad. It's fun. Actually, I'm kind of going to make that a requirement. Actually, Jen, didn't you? Ta- you didn't take your bobblehead out to dinner per se, but you did take your bobblehead out to a game. I did. Uh, <laughs> so you know, there's some precedence uh, there. Um, but yes, so Sydney A, aka Bubba Sid six six seven on Twitter, congratulations! Thank you. Um, you you you've been with us for a long time, and I know I was very happy to see that you are our 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 grand prize winner of the bobblehead dinner <laughs> um but yeah so but seriously like it, it means a lot to us to all i'm speaking for all of us but i think it means a lot to all of us that it when you guys keep coming back time after time and 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 enjoy doing the things that we do so thank you on our one year now that's like two weeks past our one year anniversary thank you for all of that <sighs> God, sorry. I feel like I was just kind of monologuing for a while there. Um, I thought you were going to get a little choked up. I mean, it has been a year. Like, mm-hmm. And and yes, we, we have a resting pitch face family. Um, mm-hmm. And unlike my real family, who sometimes listen to this perplexingly, you know, we, we seem to be a peaceful bunch. They've And they've so. chosen to be with us. They're not sort of stuck with us. Yes, right. we we aspire not to be fear of of seeing one's family at Thanksgiving. <laughs> like we are, we aspire to actually all be your wine aunts. That's a, who we aspire to be. Your baseball and wine aunt. I'm at least like a beer aunt. I feel okay. like you're like a whiskey aunt sometimes. I'm like a what now? A whiskey aunt. That's <laughs> more like a whiskey great aunt who doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Take your teeth out. Enjoy your whiskey, okay? I'm a, I'm a whiskey deck building dad, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I think there's supposed to be a swear jar in here somewhere. 
There is. There, it's, it, right at the moment, it's a medical for, metaphorical swear jar because I put it away and I haven't actually um, brought it back out yet. <laughs> but it does exist and there is money in it. And that's what we should have decided to do for one year was like, what are we going to do with case swear jar money? And the Steve, Columbia, Maryland native Steve Lombardozzi jar money. <laughs> I feel like we've been saying his name less, much like Major League Baseball has also said his name less. That's true. Yeah. I know. It feels yeah. mean, but at the same time, like... It's a yeah, thing that happened, unfortunately. Like, I don't, yeah, we're going to rip that band-aid off. Why don't we talk about actual upcoming birthdays? Yes. Because the Scherzers are going to have a baby. <gasps> the, oh well, well, Erica Scherzer May is going to have the baby. Well, Max, Max will be in the room for it. <laughs> Sorry, this is, a, this is a pet peeve of mine. Don't, don't mind me. <clears throat> but yes, they, they tweeted out that they are expecting a baby girl. I think it, yeah, I'm pretty sure they specified it's a baby girl mm-hmm. in November. Uh, due in November, so so I guess she's following good baseball wife advice or something. I don't know. I um, was actually thinking, like, I'm like, did they plan this so that they knew it was going to be in the off season? Frequently, baseball wives and I presumably other sports wives do that, so that you know people don't get super mad at he's taking paternity leave. I, what I does mean, he think this is? If we're in playing in late October, I am totally pro paternity leave in almost any circumstance, but not that <laughs> circumstance. See, this is why they plan to have their babies like November through January, generally yes. speaking. Yeah. Or February, February would probably be acceptable. It's spring training. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> you know, pitcher and catcher report isn't the greatest time to do it, but like, I guess Tanner Roark was off for World Baseball Classic, so it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But yes, they are they are expecting, and they put a little mini Scherzer jersey in the picture, which I thought I, I thought was the cutest part. I love so, the mini jersey. Yeah, I, have, I like. And I go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I have a question for the group. So I have a a friend who is a Mets fan who's also expecting. Mm-hmm. Should I get them a mini Mets jersey, or no. is that cursing the baby? I wouldn't say it's cursing the baby, but you want the baby to grow up right, and so therefore you should be giving it a Nats jersey. That's or at least like go with Jerry, someone good on the Mets. Okay, so like I don't know if they make Jerry jerseys. Yeah, I was but like, can should. I can I get a tiny Azrubal Cabrera jersey, <laughs> <laughs> like for a baby? I'm like, I'm gonna have to custom that, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just go with the onesie and then sharpie the name on it. Oh God, no! Here I made this for your baby. I hope I grow up a serial killer. Maybe I'll get the baby a little blonde wig so they can be a, a Strimble Cabrera. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a second. I'm missing something. Because <laughs> he bleached his hair terrible. Yes. I'm not going to let it go. Well, no, then you can't buy a blonde wig. You have to buy a brown or black wig and then bleach it. I, I feel like they're not going to let me within 20 feet of their child. <laughs> You're not bleaching the actual baby. <laughs> I feel like if I, like, here's a, here's a wig I dissected and a jersey made of Sharpie. I can yeah. be trusted with your offspring. <laughs> well, you could do what uh, you could do what that dad did, and um, write on the baby's behalf. Like his parents, his baby's parents don't get a say in this. Write on the baby's behalf. Uh, what team should my child support win him over? Oh my God! And you saw they the Phillies response, which was like, "Yeah, but, we don't care." Yeah, <laughs> the Phillies response was hilarious. But I actually, upon reflection, I feel like the Brewers' response was the best because the Brewers 
gave a stats-based argument of why they, the baby should love the brewers. Um, and I was like, there's just so many things wrong with that, that, like, where do you start? Like, babies can't read? <laughs> babies don't know how to do complex mathematical equations. Mom and dad can explain the fancy stats to the baby. That's completely okay. Also, that baby's going to grow up to be such a nerd. Good. Uh, yeah, they could grow up to do stats for a baseball podcast. What a nerd! <laughs> Sid, we're all nerds here in this house. <laughs> but yeah, no, I liked the Phillies, which was basically like, yeah, F this baby. <laughs> like, what a freaking Philadelphia response. Yeah. Like, oh, you think you're special because you're small? <laughs> you're not special. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, I mean, that's a viable strategy. Although I will say that um, the article... Basically, it was like, don't do this to get swag. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't everybody start doing this. So maybe you'll have to, like, wait a year before the baby's born and then be like, so why don't you write to all these teams and find out what hilarious responses you'll get? Uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to get the baby a Mets jersey. Yeah, no, I just, just given the injury history, I want the baby to be okay. I think that's fine because you're not cursing them to be a Met. <laughs> yeah. Just a Met oh. fan. That Mets is a fan. very good point. Um, and as far as I know, none of the Mets fans are getting into random ass accidents because of the Mets. That's that's true. There might be some fighting because of the Mets, but I feel like that's self-inflicted. So, eh. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if you put on Mets gear at this point, you're gonna melt. I don't think there's any scientific basis for for that. I I think there's. We have an N greater than one on that. Um. None of the Mets have actually melted. Uh, Matt Harvey is attempted. (laughs) Like, that's what happens when a grown man melts. (laughs) Like, anyway. Well, moving on from lol Mets. Speaking of of delightful infants, Joe Ross. (laughs) I I thought Trey was your baseball infant. First of all. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think Joe is younger, but like, Joe's mom isn't on Twitter throwing all kinds of shade at her own son about how young he is. And in my husband's one piece of baseball acumen that he has ever had, he looked at Trey Turner and he goes, he looks like he's waiting for the game to be over so we can go ride bikes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay. I don't know if he's that young. That's like Little League young. I was thinking more Babe Ruth, JV young. He's only like a week younger than, or a month younger than Bryce. Yeah, but Bryce looks like he's 30. Yeah, and, like, they made Trey eat bread yeah. in a dugout to put on weight. And, like, Bryce Harper... We don't know that they made him. <laughs> well, he was eating he bread. Might, his one true love might be bread also. <laughs> and and respect. Like, respect for that, Trey. <laughs> but, like, if they're, like, if you, they have you on a peanut butter IV drip, it's because you're too skinny. Like, <laughs> like, put some protein powder in that IV drip. Like, anyway, well, Joe Ross... <laughs> Moving away from Trey Turner, because we're going to come back to that, because continuing to be a delight. Joe Ross got a double. He did get a double. And I'm so proud of him. On a pinch hit. Yes. They've been getting him to pinch run, like, a little bit, too, which is really interesting. Well, he's uh, been doing that the whole time he's been with us, if I were, yeah. my memory serves. But, like, it's not like they're asking Gio to pinch run. Uh, run. <laughs> Gio's not as fast. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm faster than Gio Gonzalez. 
So, Sid, I think you might be faster than GOP hey. Solid. Yeah, no, that's true. That's <laughs> absolutely true. I um, disdain all actual athletic activity. <laughs> but no, he he he's been doing because he he is actually quick and mm-hmm. no, not Geo, Joe. Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe, no, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Much like no one would ever believe that Gio would intentionally hit somebody with a pitch, no one would ever believe that Gio Gonzalez is fast. Yeah, Kay brings up the prior example because uh, the the Nats are at the Marlins right now and Gio is pitching and he's always very excited to pitch at Marlins Park. And I think on the third pitch, he hit D. Gordon, who, I mean, lightly and clearly unintentionally. And when Gordon got to first, Gio was like gesturing, like, I didn't mean it. And D. Gordon <laughs> just cracked up, like, of course you didn't. <laughs> like, no one has uh, ever thought that he meant that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is, this is, but it was a delightful exchange nonetheless, just because, like, oh, well, sorry, he just ran to first. I'm proud. What Gio did? Yeah, he, he cool. like, did a little hustle over there to get it out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I've been pleased with how they're using Joe Ross. I hope Joe Ross is like not gonna trade a hamstring for pitching. So I'm gonna knock on wood and do the to to whatever Laura does. Foo, foo, foo. Foo, foo. <laughs> yeah. I I'm like twofold on this. One, I love any pitcher that is like, look, I'm giving you everything I got on the mound. But here's all this other stuff I can give you. Like, I love that about Joe Ross that he's like, yeah, put me in. I'll pinch run. I love that he t- will pinch hit. I loved when Dan Heron did that stuff. When Dan Heron was like, yeah, I'll, I'll close a game in the 15th inning at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love Joe so much for doing that. But at the same time, my worry is we're going to ejax him. Mm. Ejax being Edwin Jackson because Edwin Jackson did the exact same stuff when the one year he was with us and then like he had a sad slow decline out of the major leagues out of starting pitching out of relief pitching and then now he's I guess in our uh in our AAA club up in Syracuse and he um, had a good day with our mm-hmm. AAA club uh though 42 pitches in 2.1 innings is not great but it was that's not terrible it's not ter- uh, you'd want to call it a 30 20 really yeah, no. 30 it's bad average but considering what his first innings used to be oh god when he was with us like th- that's okay that's respectable yeah no and it was like it was zeros all the way down with three strikeouts so like you know 23 yeah. of those uh of those uh pitches were strikes so i'm i'm not gonna be mad about it i mean he was part of the the starting rotation in 2012, I believe in NLDS game five of 2012, he uh, is who Drew took over from. I know. I know. Um, I know. I, I wish I could be Elsa about this. I'm never letting this go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Edwin Jackson, you're associated with one of my worst memories. See, I've, I've, I've blocked out most of that evening. Really? When it started to go south, I was like, I don't want to remember this. And then I spent the next week, the next two days, deliberately not thinking about it. So I don't have like specific memories of that, <laughs> of basically from the sixth inning on anymore. That's good. On That's purpose. healthy. That- yeah, cool. I felt like it was. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, Jen, do you have any like... I'm, I'm still kind of in denial that... I was in standing room in center field in that game and my friends I was there with had to physically drag me out of the ballpark. Oh no. Because I, I refused to leave because if I left, then it was really over. 
<laughs> I figured if I just stayed, there was baseball. Yeah, that, that was uh, that, especially in contrast with the previous night, which was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was tough. I still kind of twitch a little bit if any broadcaster for any team at any time says down to their last strike. Yeah. <laughs> or one strike away. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. I break out in the yeah. vibes. It's only been five years. I'm fine. Yeah, we're, we're all day. totally over it. It's cool. Um, speaking of that game, because, you know, we always do. Someone on Twitter, because uh, I guess that we're playing the, the Red soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at some point, eventually, obviously. And Drew is um, is going to be in town for that game. And they're like, do they think they're going to, like, throw trash at him or boo him? I'm like, no, he's going to be greeted. Like, very warmly. Like, very warmly. I will warmly. Drew him. Yeah, yeah. Sound to outsiders as if we're booing, but we're definitely not. Yeah. Drew. Yes. Um. Yeah. I got thrown off when I went to a hockey game in Philadelphia, and I thought they were booing their own team, which I mean, it's Philadelphia, it's possible, but they were <laughs> jeruing yep. their own team, and I was like, mm, I don't, I don't think that that works as well as you it's, think it does. It's forcing it a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, you know, I know that you're not over it because when uh, Pete F and Cosma was playing for the Rangers. You kept saying, when do I get to boo him? When he goes like bat? When can I boo him? He's and just was, running right now. Like <laughs> It was like a double defensive switch. Like he never, did he even have an at bat? He didn't No, he did not have an at bat. Like, and I'm like, I will go down there and I will tell Pete Cosmo what for. <laughs> like, still mad about that. When he's like a bench player who doesn't even get to hit for an AL team five years later. Mm-hmm. It was either last year or the year before I was at Nats Park when they played the Cardinals and there was someone there wearing a (gasps) Cardinals jersey. (gasps) And all I could think of was, you probably don't even care. You just want to be a jerk. Yeah. How did, why did you not give him a swirly? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I like going to Nats Park and I want them to let me back there. Uh, Everyone would say it was justified and you would probably get many beers (laughs) bought for you. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. No, for real though. Yeah. Everyone would be like Cosmo champion. (laughs) I don't think so. But you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jackson Jackson's gonna be back for us probably and we can talk about our our bullpen woes later. Circle back around unlike an LDS game five. He had a good day. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. We're, we started on this because we were talking about the the infants, and so I guess other things that Trey has done besides stealing all of the bases and stuffing his face with bread. Uh, I mean, we have to address this. We have to address the shirts. We have to address the shirts. Trey and Tony have matching shirts with each other's faces on them that say "My favorite player." A, who does that? <laughs> Two, why can't I buy them? Yeah, and I mean, and I'm going to not say this lightly, Kate, you were at my wedding. That is more romantic than my wedding. (laughs) Refuse to comment. I do not comment on that one. But, like, it's just absurd to me. Every time someone asks me for my reaction to it, I'm just like, wow. Are you kidding? Wow. Okay, cool. That's the thing. (sighs) Also, why can't I buy them? Yeah, no, for real. Like, why do they not have it so that you can, I don't know, get it custom printed with any player's face on it and just get that shirt? You need the both of them. To, like, you need so, it to be a match set. That's, I actually had not yet seen this. <gasps> I just looked up the picture and it's amazing. Yeah. Right? Well, and 
the Nats Twitter who make fun of Trey Turner almost as much as his mother and I do. <laughs> um, we're just like every time Rendon does something is like Trey Turner's favorite player made a great move. Like, <laughs> you know, look at that pick off a hot corner by Trey Turner's favorite player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or obviously you know. Trey's going to score for his favorite player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Like, They're BFFs. They yeah. are BFFs in the most honestly like I have never had the urge to wear a shirt with any of my BFFs face on it like not even like let's get a shirt of all three like all of us together at the beach or something and we'll get it printed as a shirt and like yay like I don't have that urge I don't have the urge to put my significant other's face on a shirt and wear it I'm just like what are you um well and this is part of a long and storied like (laughs) my shirts like do you remember the steve mccaddy shirt oh i will never forget the steve mccaddy shirt (laughs) like was it burned into your consciousness i guess for sorry for listeners who are not familiar with this and and need to go to therapy i'll give you reason to steve mccaddy was in playgirl (laughs) in the 80s and some folks found a picture of this i'm by some folks i mean drew storner tyler clippard oh no i mean i think g i think geo was in on this really okay Drew, Um, tyler clippard i know was surprised by it i think tyler clippard's exact quote was like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life yeah um but i i threw drew under the bus because he would often design the shirts because he was into graphic design and stuff like that but like yeah they made they made shirts of Steve McCaddy posing for Playgirl. They are something. Just so that there's no confusion, he is not fully frontal. and it, There's coverage. Yeah, then I really would never be able to forget it. <laughs> yeah, then I would just be like, uh, uh, rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would go from playful joke to, uh, we're gonna have to blur that. Like... <laughs> He was wearing uh, shorts. <laughs> he's also wearing a magnificent mustache. <laughs> and not much else other than the shorts and the mustache. Like, well, it is easy to paint a picture for people. <laughs> it was the 70s. It was the 80s, and it was a it wild was time. It was, also, it was also the 80s. Do you, do you remember what, like, human beings looked like in the 80s? Nobody got, got to be picky. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, there's a lot of layers to that. Um, yes. By the way, you know, I, I felt old today. None of the players we drafted were born in the 80s. Why well, would none of the players we drafted have been born in the 80s for, like, a really long time. I know, but, like... 1990 was 27 years ago. I am aware. Just, I just, you know, I just need it to be clear. Yeah, when I do college fairs now, they're all born in the 2000s, and I can't <gasps> on the inside. Oh, God. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. oh. It's okay. We still have Jason Worth. And yes. a couple other old folks on the team. So yeah, yeah. Periodically, I, I like I to remind myself who's older than me, and it's like Jason Worth at this point. Yeah, I think I, we I'm have Ryan Zimmerman, Turner. Yeah, Jacob Turner. Turner. He's in the seventies sometime. But like, yeah, it's a dwindling list at this point. Man, we should have kept um, Jeremy Guthrie. <laughs> he could have. <laughs> Then we would have all felt young and also Yeah, his age and his ERA were very similar. (laughs) No, they weren't. The ERA was significantly higher. (laughs) Higher. Like, what is it? Act your age, not your shoe size? Like, act your age, not your ERA? (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll have to go on Medicare? (laughs) I think with his ERA, he'd actually probably just be dead or on the Today Show. Like, wasn't it theoretically (laughs) infinite? 
No, because I think he finally did get an out. Okay. I think he did have at least one out. I want to say it was like 64 or 65 off the top of my head. Oh, no, it was in the hundreds. Oof. It was in the It was like 113 at the end of it. It was. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I think. I think this is why we we often should have stats that are medians and not means because <laughs> he was and not that our era has been great and not that era is a great measure of anything and blah 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 asterisk asterisk caveat caveat he was like the thumb on the scale like the elephant on the scale yeah it was 135 yeah so oh that's even more than i thought jesus christ maybe um, maybe not yep no that is an era of 135 how many outs did he actually end up getting? Because I think he got only one. I will need to look at this a little bit. No, more. no, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Sorry, about it. with his, it's fifth, not, it's... it was 113. Oh, it was right. So Woo. with FIP, so yeah, that really that fielding made just really inflated his ERA. God, what what bubble <laughs> behind him? Uh, okay, no, all right. Oh yeah, just for the record, Jacob Turner was born in 1991, so I have no idea where that came from in <gasps> my brain space. So sorry. <laughs> However, Oliver Perez is oh, yes. one day older than me. Oh, yes. how could we forget the silver <laughs> I, always, I always forget. And Rayburn is a few, has a few months on me, so we still get ah. a few. But they're, they're in the 80s. They're not 70s. We've only got um, Jason in the 70s, it looks like. Oh, my God. Okay, no. You know what? Nope. And we do this. I feel like we do this every, like, three episodes where we just start to get really depressed about being old. <laughs> At least, Jen, thank you for being here with us to feel old. Um, yeah, Lara does not help with that. No. Um, whatever. Dusty's older than I am. I'm just going to call it. That's fine. So the way I feel, it's nice to have one player on my team. But as long as there's a player in the sport that's yeah. older than me, I'm okay. And there are a fair few still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I know college football every year feels a little funnier because they're it's reached the point that now they're kind of like children but there's still plenty scattered amongst the league that are significantly older so i think we're okay at least I, for several years i would really hope there's no one playing college football that's older than the three of us though probably not because that tells a sad story on several levels yeah i feel like you're not but, eligible no oh, yeah you're still eligible but like, say you went back to college at 30 and got somehow got drafted for your college football team. That probably means your college football team ain't so great. Or you're, or a you're probably talking about someone that has a really interesting story or who is like military and it's probably going to be a movie. But yes. wouldn't, but if they're that good at 30, like if they're good enough to make the team against 20, 20 year olds at 30, something else is, is wacky there. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know. They're a kicker and right. for the love of the game. There yeah. you go. Oh, one uh, more. Joe Blanton, 1980. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought Joe Blanton was a little older than us. And That's I can't everybody. remember. <laughs> That's Sean Kelly, I feel like, is, like, right on the cusp. But I think he's a little younger. 84. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Balls is still in the majors, and he old. So <laughs> that's where yeah. I'm at. Bartolo's <laughs> still around. Yeah, Bartolo, the Yarger Yager of baseball. <laughs> and oh, hey, no, actually, Ichiro is still around. Yeah, that uh, is true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ichiro might be the Yarmer Yager of baseball. Yeah. Ichiro's never going to stop. No, I told you I told you guys about my concept for a, like yes, a Miami yes. Vice remake, but with Ichiro and Yarmer yeah. Yager and they solve crime. <laughs> yeah. No I would one will fund it. this, and I don't understand why. 
Um, can we pitch it to Netflix? Because it sounds amazing. Yeah, no, they're yeah. both in Florida. They're already yeah. ready to solve murders with cocaine and old people. <laughs> Not when I'm taking a sip of liquid. My computer won't survive that. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, well, and now speaking of, of young ones that we have sort of drafted, we drafted another Trey Turner. I thought we drafted the same Trey Turner a second time. We were just like, we like him so much, we'll just draft him again. We're cloning players now. Well, so this is Trey with a Y instead of Trey with an A. And I believe he's a pitcher. Yes. So we could theoretically, in practice, see a Trey Turner pitching to Trey Turner. (laughs) But the real question is, can he close? <laughs> the real like question tomorrow. is why is there a clone factory and can we have more clones also if you're gonna have a clone factory like be a little bit more imaginative and name them different things not tray a tray b tray c like, <laughs> i liked i liked the comment that someone asked where where treb through trex went <laughs> like were they defective that's that's the winner. Like but at the it, same are we, time, are we gonna get a Trez? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, the Trez could be pronounced Trey. Yeah. As could T R E S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably out there somewhere, just waiting. Or actually, or he probably got age... drafted, but in like the four hundredth round. Yeah. So. Like, <laughs> we're just gonna draft everyone named Trey Turner is now in the Nationals organization. <laughs> It, we're adding to our collection, just like our first baseman named Adam, we're going to start collecting every Trey Turner. It's, it's like um, Pokemon, right? <laughs> Gotta catch them. Okay, that is what the young people do, right? <laughs> is that still a thing? I, is that still a thing? You were playing that for a while, okay? I was, and that, I, that was the first time I had ever played it, so I'm not really a good metric of if it's what the young people do, it's what the old people do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the olds have taken over resting pitch face. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> Let's talk about the way things used to be. That was all capped. <laughs> I used um, to have to go to baseball uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> um, in my day, we didn't have a baseball team. <laughs> that is so true. In my day, I watched Cal Ripken, and I liked it. <laughs> good at baseball, and he seems like a nice person. <laughs> That's all we had. Look, we made do with what we had. It was that or the Braves, and it wasn't going to yeah. be the Braves. Yeah, no, it yeah. was it was never going to be the Braves. <laughs> in in other drafting news. Yes, in other drafting news. So, in addition to Trey Turner, the pitcher, who I'll be honest, I know nothing about except he's Trey Turner's little brother, and I'm sure he and Anthony <laughs> Rendon are going to be really happy together. Um, in their found family or whatever so we drafted a pitcher who in the first round as i think our first selection in the draft who had been recently kicked off the university of houston baseball team and the reason that he was kicked off was not disclosed initially but what came out was basically had a series of behavioral infractions mostly centered around marijuana um, he failed a drug test for marijuana. He got kicked off, I think, for having a picture of himself with a bong in team uniform. Some talk about a fight. I don't know if that's been substantiated at all. But he doesn't necessarily have what it sounds like great judgment. Um, being 2022 20, and 
stupid apparently college athletes having good judgment I, you know but at the same time like there was a lot of like oh hand wringing over like this problematic picture i'm like um let's just say we got our team right now today and we're like here are the cups go pee guys are we gonna are we gonna say that none of them will will test positive for pot in dc where pot is basically legal the only thing that that perplexed me about this is like pot would be about the worst thing you could possibly take for playing baseball so i feel like that alone would maybe be a deterrent but that's about it yeah, I mean, it's not exactly a PED. It's probably the opposite. Yeah, it's like if you took heroin and then went and played. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, obviously not the same thing. But it's like you want slower reactions on a baseball field, right? That's the goal. <laughs> well, and there's it's been shown to have for like people who have TBI, traumatic brain injury. Like pot mm -hmm. is is supposedly supposed to have some therapeutic things um there are football players who, who have had repeated concussions who claim that pot will help with a lot of the symptoms um that accompany that which include a lot of sleep problems which can then compound so well, like yeah that athletes, i absolutely buy yeah athletes using marijuana for like pain relief whatever is is literally whatever in particular in a city where if you would like pot you can go get yourself some pot and and yeah. you know in the surrounding areas at least in maryland where if you get caught for possession, it's effectively a speeding ticket, but like not as bad. Yeah, I mean, as far as this being a significant character issue, which I saw it framed as a couple times before we even found out what the details were, it's not. There are real character issues that a lot of professional athletes have. Uh, this is not one of those, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where does it show probably like if your team was like yo don't do this and you're like yeah i must still do the thing you probably and you're just gonna say you're really dumb i don't but that seems to... like a maturity issue yes. and not a this person is going to be yeah you know a horrible he's going to be a cancer in the locker room it that seems right. like less of an issue yeah and i think that 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 is important that like it's also if you put major league money on the line and you're like look we're not going to super test for this, but, like, don't get pictures taken of you doing stupid things. Yeah. It will have consequences, and those consequences could mean you don't make millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Maybe that changes someone's behavior. Or maybe it doesn't, and they're like, hmm, yeah. Yeah. And then they don't make millions of dollars, and no skin, off, no serious skin off our nose. I mean, a first-round pick. I think you went 26th overall, though. So 25th. 25th. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's not a first overall thing. Well, maybe this is why we have Rick and Keel, or at least this is why we had Rick and Keel. So I assume we still have Rick and Keel as the like life skills coach. Like he needs to sit them down and be like, if you're going to do this, don't take pictures in your team uniform with you with with paraphernalia that is either legal or illegal, depending on the city that you're in. <laughs> Along with, you know, this is how you use the dishwasher and don't get the clap. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> a absent Elijah Dukes, and I get that this is a, a big absence in that front, like, the Nats have been relatively scandal-free. That's, like, we're Jason all going to tw that one. Yes. <laughs> and it's not a my team would never, my player, you know, my favorite player would never, like, absolutely not, and we know that, but at the same time, like, they clearly have a culture of, like, do not get caught. Like we will, we will squash this as much as possible in media, etc. 
because I can't assume that none of them have ever done anything bad. I can assume that they've had immediate intervention on that thing that they have done to keep it out of the press. Yeah, see, framing it like that also makes me uncomfortable. I, and you're probably not wrong, but I would rather it was intervention to don't don't let it happen again than don't then keep it out of the press. Yeah, you know and what I'm I mean? talking like partying pictures, you know, generic yeah. flavor doing drugs pictures, not like intimate partner abuse stuff like that. Like, yeah. Um, and I and I want to be clear that like I don't know. I'm speculating. I can just assume that a team of 25 relatively young, young, rich men and 40 in September has done some stuff. And the fact that I don't know about the stuff that they've done means that the PR machine is fairly locked tight. I mean, it it does help that like Bryce appears to genuinely not drink. Right. Yeah. I mean, having the, the, the biggest, uh, target for all this be a, a Mormon (laughs) <laughs> does kind of even this, his dip is herbal <laughs> wait for real like yeah yeah when he took that selfie with the with the person's phone and threw it back to him and that blew up and it was a huge story and everyone kind of lost it because it looked like he had a like a pocket of something in his cheek they made it very clear that like no that's it's not tobacco that's some kind of herbal something yeah it was the same stuff that desi was using to quit chewing tobacco okay it's like it's like just basically mint and some other stuff, you know. Well, I was gonna say like candy cigarettes, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> All no, the other fixation, something to do while you're focused on the game that's yeah. not actually addictive or causing yeah. you terrible cancer. Yeah, I feel uh, like they've already got gum though. If they want to just stick a wad of something in their mouth. But we have to chew that. You can they could have bread. <laughs> they could have bread. Or I <laughs> just pack their cheeks like chipmunks with bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll cure you of, of wanting chewing tobacco. You know what I've never wanted in my life? Chewing tobacco. You know what I want right now? Bread. <laughs> I would actually also really like some bread. <laughs> yeah, now you got us all thinking about bread. Let's uh, let's stop this. Have I talked about checking out bread in a bar on this yeah. podcast? I have, in fact. <laughs> Once I checked out bread in a bar, it was great. It was really good. But yeah, like, so obviously it remains to be seen on this kid. It, it, maybe he does have a bad personality, you know, which lends him to doing stupid stuff like this. But the stupid stuff is not the indicator of the bad personality, I guess is what you could say. Um and there are far worse options that could have happened. Yeah. Um, listeners, if if you are sensitive to sensitive topics, you may want to proceed forward. We're going to talk about sexual assault. Is what yeah. she's, yeah. And, uh, and I would say probably um, when we put this up in the summary, we could we'll we mark put the, the time, time stamp. Yeah, yeah, we'll put the timestamps in. So in not... Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no way to say it flat out other than, like, the the number one pitching prospect in the country who was playing for the University of Oregon. It turns out, is uh, a guy named Luke Heimlich, um, it turns out was a, a registered sex offender in the state of Washington um, for molesting one of his young relatives when he was himself a teenager. Um, he went undrafted. Um, the news so came somebody out. did something right? Yeah, the news came out right before the draft. Um, his 
uh, I guess, team was going to the the College World Series. He is not going there as a essentially. His statement was about being a distraction, etc. Sorry, it's actually Oregon State. It was the Beavers. Oh yeah, Oregon State. Yeah, because they're in the College World Series. I think you said the University of Oregon, but oh god, I've yeah. I've been messing that up. Yeah, University of Oregon. Um, not the University of Oregon. Oregon State. Not University of Oregon. Oregon State. Um, but yes, the they're in the College World World Series, and he isn't. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just, that was sort of the, the I think if you're a, a fan, uh, you're sort going into a draft like that, you know, I was holding my breath a little bit. Like, we've obviously had some mm-hmm. some pretty bad bullpen woes. He seems like someone who could probably play at the major league level. And, you know, we, we always caution against my team would never. Like, I cannot categorically say our team would not. Considering uh, some um, of the people they have taken chances on or tried to take chances on in the past and just didn't get them yeah i was happy that he went undrafted not just by the nationals but by everyone and i know in this scenario it's a little bit easier because you have this and there's actually like there's a police report with a conviction yeah and it's known before you take the chance on the guy you know this is not something that's coming out when you've had him playing for four years he pled guilty yeah like we know like there there is no he said, she said in this scenario. That's because she you know, was like, like five or six. Well, younger. But also, I, you know, I, I'm saying, like, you yeah. can't argue that they're making it up. He admitted it. It's, it's yeah. on record. And, we, and it was known by all the teams before they drafted them. That said, a lot of teams have drafted people where they were not drafted, but like traded for people that they, they kind of knew. Yeah. Or they did, in fact, know because the player admitted it, and they just didn't care because they could get them for cheap. And so when we got when the draft ended and nobody like picked him up in the fortieth round for peanuts because nobody else was going to, I was very happy about it. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm still I upset do- that the school even was recruiting him because yeah. it's not something that happened while he was in college. He was fifteen. Yeah, this was this was known for a long time. And the news clearly, like, came to the light right before the draft, which, had it not happened right before the draft, and it happened, like, six months or a year out, um, I I can't say it would have the same outcome. Yeah, no, so, Um, if he had, he, or if, I'm sure there were some teams that knew about this, because I'm sure the college knew about this, and they probably would have just drafted him anyway and hoped it never came to public attention. Yeah. And it Why sounds like were... the only reason it did was because he got caught having not changed his address for his sex offender registration. Oh, it's, it's the whole situation is just really terrible. It was a little girl. It was a family member. And a lot of the focus has been on him and how this is going to impact his life and his career. And I can't cares? even think about you know, do something other than baseball, you'll be fine. This little girl, she's still a little girl, and she has the whole rest of her life that she's going to have to yeah. deal with this. Yeah. We'll link to it in the in the show notes. There's a column for Oregon Live that was written by um, an OSU baseball fan who is also a, a CSA survivor um about the whole situation and it's just sort of about her her perspective and her disappointment in her team and sort of just looking at the lingering effects that it can have on on you know her life and then obviously on this on this child's life um but yeah i mean that's that's one of those things where when when there's a bunch of hand wringing over 
sexual assault, particularly with young male athletes, you know, and they're like, well, what is it going to do to the rest of his life? I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Like just categorically, I, I don't care. Maybe he should have thought of that before he fucking raped somebody. Yeah. Like, um, or for doing something horrific, like that's, that's sort of where I'm at of like, yeah, there's consequences for actions and i get that we particularly insulate young male athletes against those and we particularly like and i'm 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 guilty of this too like raise the age at which they are culpable of things like it goes up 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 like oh they're 27 they don't know what they're doing i'm like when i was 27 i had a master's degree and five years of a career like Mm -hmm. i had you know i had i had had jobs for at that point 15 not 15 yeah, 15 or so years prior. Like, you know, that's different. But like, and, and I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, I, there's some decisions oh, wow. where if you make them and your life is irreparably or, and, and irrevocably changed because of it, because you did something that horrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the system rarely works. So I'm, I'm glad it kind of worked-ish. It's nice to have at least one time where the right, the right outcome came out like since we're so so frequently talking about situations where the right the correct outcome didn't happen and that happens so frequently and this one may well have been not the right outcome had nobody ever mentioned like nobody found out this stuff but at least here's one situation where due to whatever the circumstances the right thing happened and yeah yeah now i'll be interested to see if it happens next year well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully if there's somebody out there, which I'm sure there is, I mean, considering how many people were drafted, I'm sure a couple people were drafted. It just nobody knows about right now. Um, uh, unless somebody breaks the story ahead of the draft, we may be back to this all over again, you know? Mm. Why don't we have this okay. the break for if people are returning, we're, we're done with this conversation. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna switch to the equivalent of a, a podcast version of Basket Full of Kittens. I think let's 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 pivot to something to sort of bring everybody back to a good place emotionally. Darren Baker is a basket full of kittens. Uh, I would say so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he was certainly an adorable, as adorable as a basket full of kittens in the 2002 World Series, where he got scooped up so he didn't get run over. That was wonderful. Um, and I enjoyed revisiting that this weekend, or yeah, I guess this past week, weekend, when, whenever the hell the draft started. Did the draft start 20 years ago? It goes on so long. <laughs> well, <laughs> and they were like advertising it on TV, like it's something you would want to watch. And I'm like. Uh, the baseball draft. I I'm I'm I was a hardcore baseball fan. The baseball draft is like waiting for the dentist. It's that level of boring. Yeah, I don't think the kids who are getting drafted in the baseball draft want to watch the baseball draft. Like but... it, it is not done with the pomp and circumstance of the NBA or the NFL or the NHL. It's yeah like being in a bad episode of deep space nine for two days <laughs> yeah i mean and they, even yeah. those beyond like the first round not as fascinating but it, it's like it's baseball draft starts in like the fifth round of the football draft or the nfl draft or like the fifth round of the nhl draft you know what yeah, i mean in terms of excitement 
Yeah, and then they just keep keep going down from there for like fifty thousand more rounds. Um, You're like, oh, is is there some issue with the Bajorans and that we have to solve with a PowerPoint? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> Don't, I can't believe you're shit-talking DS9 when it's the only the, one that respects space baseball. Look, first of all, one, I got to yell death to the opposition during a thing this weekend, and I was so proud of me. Um, <laughs> I, I, went to, I, I went to not only a comic convention, but I went to a science session at a comic convention, and they got nerdy <laughs> about baseball during it. Nice. Um, but they had up a, a slide of, of Worf in the in the baseball episode from DS9, and I yelled, death to the opposition! And I thought you would have been proud. I am very proud. I yell that all the time. Uh, <laughs> but, like, no, I'm talking, like, early season DS9, where you're like, I've, I've been in meetings with, oh, look, a PowerPoint. Are we having a space PowerPoint? We are. But, so, so Darren Baker was a bright spot. He was yes. like the death to the opposition in the PowerPoint presentation. Uh, um, what I particularly liked about Darren Baker getting drafted, though, was some people were trying to uh, throw some shade on him on Twitter for, oh, gee, I wonder why the Nationals drafted you. Um, and he was basically like, his response, I believe, was, I'm going to get drafted a second time. Meanwhile, you're still going to be sitting here pe posting pictures of your dog. Hey, Aww. there's nothing wrong with posting pictures of your dog on Twitter. Your dog looks like Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people don't no, know, nothing wrong with posting pictures of your dog. That said, uh, maybe don't, maybe don't shit on Darren Baker. I mean, Jen, your dog is famous on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you explain to people why your dog is famous? <laughs> so this actually does have a Nationals baseball tie-in, so it's not completely out there. Um, during a Nats game against the Diamondbacks in August of 2015, the Diamondbacks tied the game at three, and Jason Worth's beard on Twitter called for Nats rally pets because it's baseball, and when there's a thing you can do to help your team, you do that thing to help your team. It doesn't matter how weird other people think it is. We're baseball fans. We understand. So I posted a picture of my dog. I took it at that moment. She was sitting on the couch on her Nats blanket um, and just tweeted it with Bianca on her Nats blanket, hashtag Nats Rally Pets. That game, Nats came back and won. Everyone was happy. Late that night, I didn't even get it till the next morning, I was asked by someone else on Twitter who, funny story, I didn't know at the time, but I do actually know this person now. And he looked at the picture of my dog and said, is that Tilda Swinton? And my, my response was, oh my gosh, did you just say my dog looked like Tilda Swinton? It's like, I mean, is that a bad thing? She's an Oscar winner. Like, I don't know what she would think, but my dog takes that as an epic compliment. And then he posted a side-by-side -side of that picture of my dog and an actual picture of Tilda Swinton. And it was funny, and they did kind of look alike. And then the next night during the game, and then this was all in conversation, so thousands of people weren't necessarily seeing this. Then the next night during the game, he posted the side-by-side -side again with, now's a good time to remind everyone about this dog that looks like Tilda Swinton. And it was retweeted by Jason Worth's beard, who of course has thousands of followers. <laughs> and people thought it was funny. And there are several people who refer to my dog as Tilda, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is totally fine. 
Um, hi, Ryan, if you're listening. <laughs> and yeah, that that was it. Every once in a while, someone would bring it up and it would be kind of funny and I have it on my phone because it's cute. But that was August of 2015. And then this past February at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday, I was sitting on my couch with my dog watching the Oscars and Jimmy Kimmel was hosting the Oscars. And Jimmy Kimmel has a thing, a bit on his show called Celebrities Read Mean Tweets. So he did a special Oscars version and there was the actual Tilda Swinton reading that tweet with a picture of my dog on the actual Oscars broadcast. So needless to say, that was a little bizarre. Uh, we still don't know how that happened. I had no notice. The guy who actually posted the tweet had no notice. Um, I'm assuming they had some interns whose job it was to go through all of Twitter and find something that they could use. Um, but yeah, it uh, turned life upside down for a little while. I wrote an essay that was in the Washington Post. I was interviewed on the news. It was in a bunch of magazines and all over the internet. It was in Us Weekly. I never thought my name would be in Us Weekly, but there it was. <laughs> So that's the story of how my dog is famous, apparently. should yeah, write it. You should get a, like, a brand of baseball-themed dog dog toys. Or maybe not even just like dog toys of, of <laughs> Bianca. You know, like Grumpy Cat. or uh, that's Exactly. Grumpy Cat's owners made an awful lot of money. So that, yeah. that did sound a little interesting for a while. She yeah. tours the country. Yeah. Um, so your dog is now officially the most famous person who's ever been on our podcast. <laughs> there you go. She does have an Instagram and she does not have thousands of followers yet, but she should. She's Bianca Buckeye. All right. Instagram. We're going to give her the resting podca podcast, uh, God damn it. Pitch, face. pitch face. <laughs> resting pitch face boost. Whoa. All right. Three. <laughs> I don't think our power is that strong, but <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening and you want to follow a dog that looks like Tilda Swinton's Instagram, now you have that power. <laughs> hey, that so it wasn't a basket full of kittens, but it was a dog on a, a cute dog on a blanket. Yeah, there you go. So it works. And she's the size of a cat. She's actually smaller than most cats. Is How she much? a Chihuahua mix? She is not at all, actually. But is she, I mean, I'm a, is she a pure? She's a mutt. She's or a, pure a purebred rescue mutt. Okay, <laughs> that's the best breed. Yep, she is Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, Pekingese, Miniature Schnauzer, and Miniature Poodle. <laughs> so much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We, we did the test for her first birthday. Oh, <laughs> what did you like send it into Darwin's Dogs or something? It was at the time, Petco did it actually. Oh, but yeah, okay. it was literally a cheek swab that you stuck in the mail and it, it came back very clear. <laughs> <laughs> It was, yeah, one one grandparent from each of those breeds. So mom Probably. was a schnoodle and dad was a small fluffy thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, she's a big fan of the Nats. She's now been to two Pups in the Park games. <gasps> we have won both of them, thank you very much. Nats yeah. Lucky Charm. So yeah, and I mean, Pups in the Park games at Nats Park do not have the best record. So the fact that she's 2-0 is pretty awesome. Well, then you have to bring her to all of them. Then. I wish I could. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love it. Is she is she good at the games? Like the first time she, we went, she was a little bit better. Mm -hmm. um, she might have been a little overwhelmed, but also there were three humans and one dog. Um, the most recent time we went, there were two humans and two dogs, so that was a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. um, but she didn't. It's not like she caused a a scene that delayed the game or anything like that. So as far as I'm concerned, she did great. <laughs> 
I wonder if any dog has actually tried to jump out <laughs> onto the because like the the section that they keep the pups in is one of the higher ground level field level sections. Yeah, it's and I don't right know if they let the... them go all the way to the front row or not. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, it's right over the visitor scoreboard in the outfield. It's mm-hmm. directly under the big scoreboard. Right, right, but I'm, I'm like, it, if they let them, I feel like maybe they don't let them go all the way to row A. Oh, no, we're, we're all over the place. They go all the way down? Because mm-hmm. I, I, a dog has to have tried. <laughs> it's a little They're not high. very smart, it's a lot a of high. them. And usually everyone keeps a good hold on their dogs. Mm-hmm. Do you know if FP has named your dog while <laughs> on the air? I don't believe Bianca has made her debut on a massive broadcast, but there's always next time. Okay. <laughs> Because he, you know, he likes to name every dog. Oh yes, it's very important. I think they got him a poster so he knew the names of the dogs. <laughs> Bianca would probably be like a Doberman or a Pitbull or something. Yeah, yeah. In FPisms. Like, oh, it's a Great Pyrenees. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. Quite literally the opposite. <laughs> um, well. In terms of like Nats events, Jen, I don't know how much what 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 if anything you want to say about this, but you were at Night Out recently. I was. Um, I don't know if you want to sort of like you might not have been there. I didn't. I did not get to go this year. Um, and I said I don't believe you were went this year. Not uh, for lack of trying on my part, though. No, no, record. and, and <laughs> yeah. I, it was very hot that day. It, it was, was really awful. <laughs> so yeah. team team DC is an organization in DC that's kind of the clearinghouse for gay sports. And that goes in two different directions. They have a lot of the gay sports leagues. So if you're LGBTQ and you're interested in playing, they have a lot of sports teams, more than 30. So there's everything from softball to football, rugby. Mm -hmm. Um, They have darts, cycling, running, swimming any kind of sports. Adventuring, I think, is one of them. And they also are the primary creator of the Night Out series. So Night Out is the Night Out at the Nats, is the big, big LGBT night at Nats Park. But they also have Night Out at the Castles, Night Out at the Wizards, Night Out at, um, they're going to do the Valor this summer, now that we have an arena football team. So it's all of the big professional sports and less big if you're talking about the castles um but they they all have an official lgbtq night and the great thing about it is that for an event like night out at the nats a portion of the tickets sold that are specifically for the night out section actually go to benefit the team dc scholarship fund so team dc has a scholarship that's specifically for graduating high school students and current college students who are openly LGBT, who are athletes, to help them pay for college. And not not to interrupt, but that's who your your queer fancy stats are going to this month, right? I'm not misremembering. Um, that was actually last month. Last month. Yep. That was May. So the sorry. Queer, no, no, no. That's that's good. The queer fancy stats um, charities. There's a different charity each month. I know um, that the Resting Pitch Face podcast has been giving a lot of recaps, which is very much appreciated. That is awesome that you all have been getting the word out for that. But yeah, so every May so far has been uh, the Team DC Scholarship Fund. And then $2 Mm. from every ticket sold for the night out game at the Nats this year also went to the scholarship fund. 
And as of the Pride Festival in DC last weekend, so it was actually two days before the game itself, but as of that time, what I was told was that 3,800 tickets had already been sold. Wow. So it was, it's definitely one of the biggest LGBT nights in all of Major League Baseball. And the team gets very involved, which is amazing. So they always have the gay men's chorus of Washington, D.C. do the national anthem. They have the rainbow flag flying on one of the flagpoles in center field, not just for that game, but for that whole Pride weekend. Uh, I think it might have been for that whole homestand, because I definitely saw it flying a few days before the night out game, which is awesome. And this year, I was very impressed that there was a lot of promos, just like coming up this Friday, we have the Game of Thrones night. So of course, they've been pushing that. They were actually doing a lot of promos during the game broadcasts on both radio and TV leading up to the night out game. So yeah, that I, was very cool. I, I was... Um genuinely surprised by that but I mean pleasantly but like oh I was too I took video of my television and tweeted it yeah (laughs) so and not it wasn't just um it didn't just say team DC night out it explicitly said pride it explicitly said LGBT community it was very much and their their official branding actually they have a, a graphic that they use for it the team um, in their promotional materials that has a picture of two guys walking down the concourse and they're wearing the one of the shirts that they sell in the store. And they sell them in the store all the time, but they're featured front and center during the night out game. Mm-hmm. But it's the one with the rainbow curly W, mm-hmm. the big one on the front. But then, you know, they have the rainbow curly W hat. They have one that has the script Washington across the front in rainbow. And they also have a rainbow um, lanyard that I have that has little curly Ws all over it. So they've when the hats first came out, it was a very small run and they sold out very fast. And I mm-hmm. think they got an idea of what the demand was. And now they're available in the ballpark store year round. And I am going to very, I am very going to very deliberately try not to be cynical and view that as a cash grab and be like, they're trying, they're, they're trying to be supportive. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay if it's a cash yeah, grab. That's also true. Like, recognizing a market as existing and then marketing to the market is not inherently bad. No, no, I, I, I agree. agree with you on that one too. Um, like I, you know, and this is where, where I get into like, shut up and take my money. Like yes. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just shut up and I, and take my money and, and make a variety of products that I am interested in buying and I'll buy them. Yep. So it's pretty awesome. You know. This year they had, um, I'm not sure if they're stickers or decals. I think that might be um, decals but they have um, like window cling decals that have the rainbow curly W. So I have a couple of those and have to figure out a good place to put it. Maybe I'll put it in my car window next to my resting pitch face podcast sticker. (laughs) (laughs) But I did feel like they had some more stuff this year than, than in previous years. They definitely had a lot of inventory of the things they had, Mm -hmm. which is great. But also speaking of, the night out game that there was reference very early in this episode to the fact that I brought a bobblehead to a baseball game. (laughs) So earlier this season, there was actually a Daniel Murphy bobblehead. And at first I wasn't even planning to get it. And then it was suggested to me on Twitter that if, I don't know if everyone's familiar with this, if you've 
if you're a hockey fan, you're probably most likely to be familiar with it, but there's something called pride tape, which is a cloth tape. It was made originally for hockey. So it's the same type of tape that the hockey players use to tape the blade and the butt of their stick. But they actually made it rather than just white or black, it's rainbow colors. So as you roll the tape around the blade, it makes like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, going down the blade. So when they first started, I think it was a Kickstarter or something like that. And so I was a supporter. So I got myself a roll of tape and at the time didn't know what I was going to do with it, but I was glad I had it. And it was suggested to me that I cut tiny little strips and put it around the tiny little bat on the Daniel Murphy bobblehead. So when I got my Daniel Murphy bobblehead, I rainbowified his bat and then he became our official mascot for the night out game. And it worked. It, it did. It, it certainly seems to have. Last year, I was at the night out game. I was already doing the queer fancy stats and decided, you know what? I wanted to do something special, give a little extra bump because it was night out. So I decided last year that I was going to triple my pledge. So for a single, instead of 88 cents, it would be three times that. For a double, instead of $1.25, it would be three times that. Well, then he went over. <laughs> so he got nothing. Um, it happened to be right after Pulse last year. Mm -hmm. It was two days later. So even though he didn't do anything that raised money that day, I still made an $18 donation to the Pulse. Uh, I think it was the One Orlando Fund. Mm -hmm. So this year, I said, all right, he went over last year. We know what he's like. Quadruple. I'm going to do quadruple this year. And then he started off with a home run. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the baseball yeah. gods listen, <laughs> but so, they are fickle gods. Yeah. <laughs> On night out, he was actually a triple shy of the cycle. And because the pledges were quadrupled, just that single game ended up with a total contribution of $16.80. Oh my God. <laughs> from one single game. So um, as we stand right now, as we are recording this, we are in the middle of a game where Murphy has already been walked twice, once intentionally, and our current total is $46.89 for the month of June. We've still got like a week and a half left. Yeah. And that's with, after tonight, nine more games. So I yeah. feel pretty safe in saying that we're probably <laughs> going to be breaking a record for total for a month. <laughs> right now um and this being june and june being pride month the donation for june i have going to capital pride so awesome capital pride will be getting <laughs> some some healthy contributions this june and if he goes to the all-star game what's the bump on that um all-star game i need to look at how i did my spreadsheet last year because that's a national event it'll be a national charity. So instead of being a DC specific organization, mm -hmm. I do um, the Trevor Project, which mm -hmm. is an amazing organization, but they are national. Um, but there's some extras for that. So being named to the all-star team is $5. If he's a starter, that's another $5. Then last, so last year it was different. Well, let's, we don't know what's gonna happen with the voting. Hint, hint, hashtag vote Nats. <laughs> but, um, last year he wasn't a starter so I had contributions for like five dollars for a plate appearance and that kind of thing I I called an audible and did five dollars because he was announced on tv so <laughs> mm -hmm. once the voting is over and we get closer then I'll come up with with the actual 
specifics are going to be for this year. Yeah. Because um, that can always round up. But when it starts, I mean, when this first started, I know I talked about this. This is a very long time ago. It was one of the very early episodes. But when this all first started, we were guessing it would maybe be in the 25 to $30 per month range. <laughs> and it's never that low. So yeah. And it should never be that low. Which is amazing. I just yeah. was not emotionally or financially prepared for it at the time. <laughs> well, yeah, we nobody thought this. He was going to continue as he's continued. And it's, I have to say, when I started doing what became Queer Fancy Stats, you know, I didn't have the Twitter account, which is at Queer Fancy Stats. I didn't have the website. I didn't have any of that. It was just me, my personal Twitter, which is at Jen Rubenstein, if you don't already follow me trying to find a way to not be really angry and really sad all the time, trying to enjoy my baseball team. And it's become so entertaining. Anytime he does something good offensively, my phone will blow up. I'll have everyone texting me and tweeting me little emojis of the money bags or the, the stack <laughs> of bills with the wings and people saying RIP Jen's wallet. And people are matching me, which is just amazing mm -hmm. to me because it started out just me as one person saying, what can I do to make this better for me? And I, to be quite honest, wasn't even considering the fact that other people might be feeling similarly to me. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty awesome that it's win-win for everyone. He's clearly helping the team be successful. And also we get mm -hmm. to support these incredible DC specific community organizations. So it's, it's been so much more fun than I ever could have imagined. So thank you. And if you're interested, don't feel obligated to match, especially a month like this when it gets <laughs> a little high, but no, feel obligated. <laughs> but really, if you're interested in learning more about any of the organizations that I contribute to or why I picked them, please feel free. I'm always available on Twitter. The direct messages on the Queer Fancy Stats account are open. So you're more than welcome to, to contact me if you have any questions or just want to talk about anything. I've had the opportunity as a result of this and this is also something I never considered. I've met so many people because of this in, in a great way mm -hmm. and made actual friends outside of the internet. Wait, so what? Like, there, there <laughs> what are people outside of here? <laughs> uh, and I say this as someone who went to a science thing at a comic thing and then made a joke <laughs> about baseball. What? <laughs> but yeah, Nat's Twitter is pretty great. <laughs> Nat's Twitter is actually pretty great. I, I didn't used to use Twitter a lot. And then I sort of started making myself because of this. And I was like, oh, wow, actually, look at all these great people. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is fun. This is not what I remember Twitter being. <laughs> That's Twitter <laughs> is like a lot of other things. Twitter is a tool and yeah. it can be used for evil. And it most definitely <laughs> is by certain people a lot but it can also be used for good. And if you find the people that use it for good, mm -hmm. it's sometimes the evil gets to the point where I consider quitting Twitter. And I realized that I would be cutting myself off from an actual real community. And that's pretty awesome. So thank you to the people that make it not evil. Nat's Twitter, not evil. <laughs> Yes, we have a tagline now. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the hashtag for Nat's Twitter officially. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not evil. Um, to, to circle back around to 
I don't know. Before we got all like, oh, people are nice and friends are fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all right. There's always the Do we think Daniel Murphy's actually going to the All-Star game this year? Do we think he's actually going? Yeah. I, I got to get away from when, the emotions because I'm very uncomfortable with them. When did they most recently post the standings? Last I saw, it was sounding pretty good. Yeah, I mean, last I saw, he was he was leading, uh, uh, leading at second. And I, I'm just I'm trying to like figure out. You were saying, you know, you got to figure out your rules. Is there a chance you're not going to have to figure out your rules for Daniel Murphy? Probably not. Um, Probably not. And, and then last year, I didn't plan to have pledges for the all-star game that just kind of happened um mm -hmm. so the only reason i'm doing it this year is because i at least have a little something to base it off of yeah but yeah i'm i would assume so even if he wasn't a starter i think he's the way he's, he's gonna performing. Get yeah i i think it would be a hard argument to make on the part of who is it the cubs manager i guess yeah is oh that who actually makes the decisions yes and i am completely blanking on his name right now yeah so he could do oh. i guess whatever he feels like doing joe madden Jesus. yeah i was gonna say yeah. i was like is it not joe madden no it is and i was just having a um i can see his face with his glasses yeah i was just having a, a mental problem so you know it's a day that ends and why um <laughs> so That's, so who knows um so daniel murphy i mean yeah I, I agree with you that if he even if he doesn't get in on votes he's probably gonna um get in on 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 selection that was very clumsy of me trying to to change the topic back to this uh, of who we think on the Nats are going to go for sure and who should go and who might go. Like, who's our wild card Nats pick for All-Star Game that we think is going to go? I mean, I don't think it's a stretch to say Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah, I would say <laughs> yeah. Zim, Zim Ryan, Ryan Zimmerman. With his open uh, like, higher than Bryce Harper's. <laughs> yeah, no, I figure Ryan Zimmerman, the question is, uh, is he in on votes? Like, like Danny Murphy, is he in on votes or is he in on um, selection because don't leave him behind? Right. Um, and given how bad the Cubs are doing, Anthony Rizzo has been, like, bleeding votes. So I think Zim is probably going to get in on votes. Um, but then in terms of, like, selection, like, do we have somebody that they could pick out of the blue and be like, yeah, we're definitely going to take um, – yeah, nobody from our bullpen. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I feel um, for Michael A. Taylor because obviously he's been fantastic since he's been playing every day, but mm -hmm. because he didn't start there, he's a write-in. Yeah, and so he's so, not. But he could be. He, he's yeah. not gonna get a chance on votes, but he could get. He could selected. Uh, Although I think the odds of that with um, uh, all three Nats almost certainly going. Three Nats position players almost certainly going, and then potentially three Nats starters kind of hurts his chances. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, so Scherz, Geo. Yeah. And who else are you thinking? Strauss? Well, I, I would say it'd be a, it would probably be a toss-up between Strauss and Geo. Yeah. Um, I think an argument could be made for either one, but I really don't think they're both going to go. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I think Scherzer will go, though. Oh, yeah. He better. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think that, like, Michael is having a good season. Tony's having a good season, but, like, Nolan Arenado exists. Yeah. Well, T Tony's certainly not going to get the votes, and I don't think at the moment he's going to get in on, um, selection either. Yeah, no, just because, like, he's, he's fourth on a list that is Ryan Zimmerman, Bryce Harper, and Daniel Murphy. Yeah. 
Although um, maybe he'll get to be that like final vote candidate or something. Oh, that's so stressful. I yeah. know. I, I hate it. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be sure. Uh, sure, Zim, Harbor, and Murphy. Yeah. I'm going to call that. I'm like, For sure. Like, yeah, that's pretty much almost a guarantee at this point. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't see anyone else other than Matt Albers. I joked would, about our bullpen, but like... Our only good bullpen player. Matt Albers might be going. Oh, that would I'd make say, my day. I, I would is say he actually good, or is here. he just good compared to the rest of the bullpen? He has an ERA no, of 210. Okay. And that's only 210 because in his last appearance, he gave up a couple runs. Yeah, no, which no. Which were like he, the only runs he... Pretty much the only runs he's given up. Yeah, his whip um, is is point eight. Like, what was it? I I was joking. His ERA or his his ERA looks like a whip, and his whip looks like a uh, an <laughs> AL pitcher's batting average. Like, <laughs> it's low. Those yeah. are low numbers. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. No. Grossly, he might be going though. The Nats bullpen goes to the All Star game. They all need a break. Like that's the other yeah. thing. Like well, let them rest for three days, go to Cancun, make bad decisions. You know, <laughs> might be opposites. <laughs> somebody, somebody pointed out. Um, I can't remember whether I was reading this in like one of the Boz live chats or just something else. But somebody pointed out that the bullpen is this bad, and they have actually got like the past two games accepted. They had gotten a fair amount of rest because our starters were going seven or eight. Yeah. Like, Max was being Max all over the place. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if rest is the, the cure anymore. I was always a proponent of go take a nap, come back when you put your big boy pants on. Um, but I don't think that's the problem anymore. Yeah, I think it's not. Don't pick pitch with a tweaked back. Don't be Blake Trinan. We love you, Matt Albers. We like you, Oliver Perez. We like you for you, Oliver Perez, even if not necessarily your pitching of late. Yes, we like your we like your little hop, Kenny <laughs> Romero. I like your I like you and Volquez go to the same hat store, like <laughs> slightly sideways hats. But like, yeah. Other than that, I'm just kind of like I don't noises. Like, please be less broken. I guess bring back Edwin Jackson. 2012 me just came through time to slap me in the face so <laughs> well but if we bring him back then we'd be bringing back in the bullpen and maybe it would be a totally i don't know where i'm going with this maybe it would be a totally different bullpen or totally different <laughs> jacks look <laughs> oh god can we just i just want to make a wave a magic wand and make them good at this point that seems as valid a suggestion as um any other opportunity any other option that is available to us yeah it's like so and now you put now you pitch good. <laughs> Some, someone who sacrifices a rubber chicken, you know, in front of Nat Stadium. Can you just do one over the bullpen? I wonder if they've stopped doing that. We should. Like, I mean, I can it. ask Hugh. Do you ask know the guy? Hugh. I do know the guy. Oh, so, so his name is Hugh. Okay, thank you for that piece Hugh. of information. Yeah, ask him if he's still doing have, it and if he could. <laughs> I have also sacrificed animals, and Hugh assisted me. Rubber animals. Rubber animals. Yeah. Let's be very clear. Rubber animals, they were actually dog toys that I took the stuffing out of. <laughs> but they were blessed by a rabbi, so they were legit. So there. yeah, and I've uh, I've actually burned sage at Nat's Park on several occasions. <laughs> did it help? It did. It did. 
Was it the burning sage or the, the kind you cook with? It was the actual smudge stick. Okay. Yeah. You do know that it is the same kind of sage though, right? Yeah, but they're packaged differently. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, it doesn't need to smell like roast chicken at Nats Park. We already... <laughs> but it wouldn't but it hurt. Does. Yeah, but it wouldn't hurt. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It was only upon request. So it was a request from the clubhouse that maybe we need to burn some sage or something. Yes. And so sage was burned and then everyone was able to move on. So this has not happened in quite some time. But maybe but... it should. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I, I don't take it upon myself to make these kinds yeah. of decisions. It, it comes from players and or management, etc. Well, so. on that note, maybe we should move on. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention Laura is is out of the country and yet texting yep. to say she loves us all and all of you <laughs> in the resting pitch face family. She, I was getting to that, but thank you. <laughs> some wine may be involved. That's funny. She Wait, she just mentioned that. It's probably early in the morning now. I don't know. I don't know where she is or what she's up to. We literally did discuss the um no, it's really late at night because they're six hours later than us. Well, don't tell people where she is. She's she told people where she was. She's in an undisclosed location. She literally she's in Antarctica. Where she was going in a submarine, unreachable. <laughs> yes, but texting always text. <laughs> but texting. Um, Hi, Laura. I'm waving. Um, so yes, she, I, I said at the beginning of the episode she was with us in spirit. She knew exactly when to text us so that yeah. we could deliver her message. Um, and I think we'll leave it. We opened with Laura in spirit. We're going to, I think, end with it in Laura in spirit. Does anyone have any, I was about to say last words, but that sounds really depressing. Um, I would say final vote Nats. Vote Nats. So you you can want, vote what's, what's your, five people? times a day for up to a total of 35 votes. And the per deadline is the 29th of June. 29th. Okay. So today is the 20th. Okay. So nine days to so, ballot yeah. stuff. Yep. You have more than enough time to get in the maximum number of votes. So go stuff the ballot box for Zim and Murphy if you want me to spend money and everybody else. Yeah. And uh, on a side note, extra Gmail accounts are free to, to open. <laughs> so. That has nothing to do with anything, but just a yeah, no, public service announcement. I, I just, you know, I, I am promoing for Google. Sure. Because that, they need it. They need it. <laughs> They need the resting pitch face bump. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't. They're a startup, man. Every little bit helps. How are they going to raise brand awareness? <laughs> I love that the resting head. pitch face bump is a thing. It is not a we're thing. Make, we're making it a thing. It's a uh, thing now. Okay. <laughs> we can try. All right. Look, there's literally a sandwich yeah. next to me so I, that I've been looking at. <laughs> Like been staring at your one true love hobby by, <laughs> okay. in the body issue so like <laughs> oh yeah we'll talk about we'll talk about the body issue next uh next episode when the body issue presumably will have come out yeah yes but like this sandwich was calling my name in a similar way so like okay all right so back. i'm then let me let me give us our give us our sign off which let's start with our brand new website honestly please go check it out um, it's, it's, it's thin right now. Cause we got to populate some more stuff, but all of our back episodes are there. We've got some fun pages. We've got the video that contains, uh, our, uh, theme music up. Um, 
And it's also got a link to our merchandise store, which you should check out, you know, just in case, um, which is zazzle.com slash resting pitch face. Add us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Um, please subscribe to us on iTunes. I know I always say things like, you know, listen to us on iTunes. Helps us a little bit if you click subscribe. Make sure you're always, you never miss an episode. Um, and, uh, oh, God, I missed one. What did I miss? Rate us. Rate us. Five rate us, yes, please. Please rate us. Um, I feel like I'm missing. Oh, email us at Gmail. Our resting pitch face at gmail.com. And, um, but yeah, no, seriously, check out the site. It's it's really great, and it's going to be even more great in the future. And um, thank you, Jen, so much for being with us tonight. We always like having you on. You're actually, you are actually the only guest we've ever had. Yeah. So, well, thank you. <laughs> I feel very special now. We're, we're, we're delighted that you got to reprise your role with us tonight. So follow Jen, uh, Jen Rubenstein, on Twitter, or follow, and, or, and, let's just say and. <laughs> Follow uh, Queer Fancy Stats on Twitter. Um, and so with that, vote Nats. I'm Kay. I'm Jen. And I'm Sydney. Let's go Nats. Let's, Let's go, go Nats. Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. And the way you confused that is at the plate. There's a C for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the A. Besides, there's no other team uses chocolates.